Thank you for joining us once again for Kingdom Rock Radio. Now here's a sample of today's broadcast. If you say no, I expect you to get busy about doing that. Because actually, you every moment that we are not participating in our calling, we are hurting someone else. Because you are God's answer. The gift that's in you is an answer for someone else's problem. The gift that is in you is an answer for someone else's problem. That's why God gave you the gift. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to KingdomRock.org. That's KingdomRock.org. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the rich word of God. But let me just encourage you. I want all of you, uh, it is a part of our assignment to get you into your ministry. You have a ministry. Matter of fact, let's go to Ephesians. And we'll go ahead and get started here. Ephesians. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Let me show you this. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. We're just going to follow the leading of the Lord today. I don't want to come with any fashion or form. Just want to just hear and obey what the Lord is saying. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. When you get it, say, I got it. If you don't have it yet, say, hold up. All right, we'll wait for you. While you're getting it, I'm going to go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for this opportunity to bring forth your word. Lord, I pray um, that your people will be fed today. I pray that they will be richly encouraged and be built up. Lord, I do pray that everyone here under the sound of my voice and those listening and watching by way of app, by way of our app or internet, all of that, Lord, that they will also be also richly encouraged and experience your presence. Have your way in us today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Ephesians 4. Thank you, brother. Amen. Ephesians 4, verse number 1. Oh, let me show you some things today. The Lord says here, or the scripture says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Walk worthy. Now he's talking to the church at Ephesus. Today I'm speaking to the church here in Bremen and other cities around the world. The Lord says for us to walk worthy to our work worthy of our vocation vocation is a job it is a duty it is a calling everyone has a calling are you hearing me everybody everyone everyone has a calling everyone has an assignment typically when we think about callings in the church we think about someone coming up to preach that's not that's only one thing but that's not all of it are you hearing me you can have a calling to work a camera. You can have a calling to work in the kitchen. You have a calling to work in the food bank. You can have a calling to be a cashier at Walmart. You can have a calling to be a doctor or nurse. You can have a calling uh, to be a trash collector. A calling, something that God has said, you will do this. And the Bible says here that we should walk worthy, walk worthy of the calling wherewith ye are called. Walk worthy of rather of the vocation for which you are called. Part of walking worthy is, is understanding that we have a calling. Turn to your name and tell them God has called you to do something. Your second thing is to understand what that is. 
What has God called me to do? Now understand, there is something that God has called you to do in the earth. Because if God hasn't called us to do anything, then how could he say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant? He's expecting you to do something. So all of us have a calling. All of us have a calling. And your calling is something really that you would enjoy doing. As a matter of fact, uh, if given the opportunity, you would probably even pay someone uh, to let them do it, to let you do it. You know, when I was first starting ministry, man, I love preaching so much. I still do love uh, ministering the word of the Lord. Uh, but when I was first ministering, uh, first beginning, I would have paid people just to let me pay you to sit down there and and let me just preach. Let me just pay you to sit there and and preach to you. Can I do that? I'm, I'm sure people would have said yes, yes, yes. Can I do that today? Can I pay you? <laughs> but I enjoyed doing it so much I would pay someone else just to listen, just to do it. And there's something in your life, something in your life that, that you would enjoy so much that you would even pay someone to let to someone to uh, give you the opportunity to express that. And uh, that is a portion of your calling. It, uh, uh, it will always be something that you enjoy doing, something that you enjoy doing. That's your calling, something that gets you going, gets you up in the morning. That's your calling. And really, if you focus on your calling and your assignment in life, you'd never work another day in your life because your calling is so enjoyable. Once you're doing it before the Lord, it's so enjoyable. It is so encouraging, so uplifting to you um, that uh, it's not like working. It's actually a pleasure to do it. Are you hearing me? So he says, walk worthy according to the vocation where with you are called. Now, let's look at verse 11 there. And it says in verse 11, talking about Jesus, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Here again, these gifts in particular here, the pastor and the teachers were given to get you into your ministry. Now. One thing I cannot do and will not do is force you to work for Jesus. He doesn't, even, he doesn't want that. He doesn't even want me to do it. There should be a desire in your heart to serve him. We're all called to serve him one thing or another. It's like we're, we're all uh, waitresses or waiters uh, in God's, uh, we can say in, in God's restaurant. He's assigned us all to bring him something. We have our trays up, right? For me, he assigned me uh, to bring forth the word, and I'm bringing him the word. I'm bringing him that. For you, maybe, uh, he, maybe you're designed to bring him some food. I mean, your ministry is to bring food to others, to feed others. Are you with me? Remember, Lord, say, if you do it unto them, you did it unto me. So I'm not sure what you are bringing to God, but there is something that he wants from you. Don't let him sit at his table and you never bring him anything because he has already ordered from you from the day that you were born. Amen. He's already ordered. Amen. Already ordered. He's already called you. Matter of fact, Jeremiah says before you were born, God already called you and ordained you. So there is a calling on your life. Don't let the Lord just sit there. Bring him what he wants. Bring him what he wants. Are you hearing me? 
Ask your neighbor, do you know what God wants from you? And if you say no, I expect you to get busy about doing that. Because actually, you every moment that we are not participating in our calling, we are hurting someone else. Because you are God's answer. The gift that's in you is an answer for someone else's problem. The gift that is in you is an answer for someone else's problem. That's why God gave you the gift. And if we say, I will hold it and, and I will not use this, you are hurting someone else. God entrusted you with that to help others. As a matter of fact, if it is truly a God-ordained God gift, it only really functions properly when you give it to someone else, when you minister it to someone else. Now, while I enjoy preaching in my car at times and in the shower, the anointing really flows when I'm in front of people. While some of you enjoy singing in the shower and singing down the road, the anointing really flows when you get in front of people. Right? While some of you may love to cook and some of you may love to clean and different things, the anointing will really flow when you're doing it for somebody else. Okay, so again, uh, the Lord has assigned uh, the church, these five, the fivefold ministry. It says, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Now, we do err in our hearts. We do make an error. There is an error in our hearts if we only believe that the ministers are the only one that's in ministry. We're all in ministry. If you're not in ministry, then you're sinning. That means that you are not serving. That means God, I like thinking about it like in uh, McDonald's, you know, when you go through the drive through window, uh, and I, I see the little display up there sometime, and, the, and combo number one, Big Mac, uh, and you know, onions or whatever, someone has driven up and they have placed their order, and you can see it on the display. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I've never done it, but I've seen it done. And I, I've, I've seen, that is, you know, I never worked the devices. Anyway, so I've gone in there and I've seen it on the display. So the person that's back there fulfilling the orders, they know, they look up and they see that somebody is calling for this. Somebody wants this. So we can even say the Lord is waiting in his car, waiting for what he wants from you. How backed up is your drive through? How backed up is it? Out of all the things that God wanted you to do, out of all the opportunities that he told you to do, out of all the things, we cowered down and said, no, no, I can't do it. I can't go there. I can't do it. I can't. Lord, those people are going to look at me. They're going to laugh at me. They're going to talk about me. No, 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 no. And your drive through window was so backed up because we didn't respond to the Lord's calling. He's calling you. God is calling you to fulfill an assignment. And fear is not an excuse. Are you hearing me? Your greatest joy, your greatest joy, your greatest joy in life will come from you fulfilling your assignment. When you get in your calling. Now, of course, now um, there's one one man says, well, uh, and I get this. Many people ask me this a lot and. And I understand what they're saying, but it's not very correct. People ask me, well, Pastor, are you, are you in, in full-time ministry? 
Well, everybody should be full-time serving the Lord. God didn't call part-time service people. We should all be in ministry full-time. When I'm up here, I'm full-time. When I'm at home, I'm still full-time. Everybody should be full-time in ministry. Hallelujah. We serve the Lord 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're all meant to be full-time. But I understand what they're saying. Praise the Lord. I understand what they're saying, what they're asking. But we're all meant to be full-time serving the Lord. There's always something for you to be, uh, for you to do in the kingdom of God. So here again, it is our assignment to get into our ministry. Now there are several uh, types of ministry. Of course, there's a ministry of helps. There's the governmental ministries. There's music ministries. There are just several things that we can do within the kingdom of God. God designed you specifically for one level or one place of ministry. Okay, and from there you can go up God and there's promotion in the kingdom of God. There's promotion. I began over 20 years ago uh, in the media ministry. Praise the Lord. I began over 20 years ago in the media ministry, uh, working with uh, working with my my pastor in a little broom closet. And I stayed faithfully there uh, in the media ministry there. And the Lord had a call on my life. Uh, to minister and to minister, to become a minister, a pastor. I didn't know at that time, but I knew that I wanted to, to minister the word of God. But I served faithfully in the media department. And how do you know now, I'm still serving faithfully in the media department. Media is what I do, but pastoring is who I am. Are you hearing? So we can serve in one and let God promote you. Let God use what he has in you. Amen. I don't know who need to hear that, but I pray that you heard that in Jesus mighty name. Everything in the kingdom, everything that you are is needed within the kingdom of God. Everything that you are is needed within the kingdom of God. There is no little use or little eyes. Everything and everyone is needed in the kingdom of God. Do not sell yourself short. Do not allow the enemy to tell you that you are small or insignificant and that you can that you don't have anything to offer. That is a lie from the pit of hell. You have something to offer. There is no small gift. There is no small gift. It's just what the Lord is in the mood for receiving. You know, when I go out to eat, sometimes, 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 sometimes I'll say supersize me. Sometimes I got a lot of room for it. It'll hurt me later, but sometimes I got a lot of room for it. Yeah, supersize me. Sometimes it's just, no, give me a happy meal. I don't want that much. Just give, give, give me a little bit of something. I don't really, I'm not really hungry. Just give me, give me a little pie or something. I'm all right. Give me a little something. You know, it's whatever, whatever you're in the mood for at the time, right? Whatever's required at that moment. But we think, well, my gift is small. Well, your gift is what God is asking for at that moment. If you're in the, if you if you're not that hungry and someone says I'm gonna bring you three T-bone steaks and uh, some green beans and some black-eyed peas and um, and some yams or what have you and, and some all this and it's a big old plate but you're not in the mood for it it's gonna really uh, may upset you I don't know, I don't I don't want that right now it's good stuff but I don't want that right now I want this just give me a salad okay so don't. Go before people and say, well, all I have is a salad and they got steaks. That's all. I, 
but maybe that's what's needed at that moment. Are you understanding? So don't curse your gift because you think it's small. When there are different things for different times, different gifts can be used at different times. You have a very valid gift. Your gift is valid and it is needed. So again, in my closing, again, what is the Lord saying today? Now I have a whole lot more stuff that I, I can't even get to today that the Lord dealt with me about a long time, but this is what's needed at this moment. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? This is what's needed now. And see, this is a key that really a lot of us have to understand. You have to understand. See, here's a, an example that the Lord's given me here. I got some steak over here. But the Lord say, no, give them the salad today. Let them, you know, salad to clean you out really good. Okay? So we're going to follow what the Lord says. We're not going to follow after our passion. We're going to follow after the moving of the spirit. So here again, I'm, a, I'm all into this, Lord. You have a gift and a talent. You have it. Now, as in Matthew 25, are you going to use it and it becomes greater? Or are you going to bury it because you think it's small? Many of us need to come before God and repent today because we buried our gifts. We buried our talents because we thought that it was small and insignificant and nobody can use this. Or we compared ourselves to other people. You know, I, I don't I can't sing like them. I can't do like them. I, I can't read like they can. I can't preach like they can. But you are the one that God has called to do it. Amen. You are the right choice, not because of your ability, but because of your availability. You are the right choice. God doesn't call ability. He calls that availability. He calls faithfulness. As a general, as a general rule, hear me. He does not call able people and make them faithful. That, that's backwards. He calls the faithful and makes them able. Are you with me? All you've got to do is be available and say, Lord, here am I. I want to do what you want me to do. Here am I. I'll do it. And don't you know there are so many cases in the Bible and in the, in the scripture where God called one person to do it and they fell down on the job and then God raised up somebody else. Such in case of uh, what Saul, the King Saul, the very first king of Israel. He messed up. So God called David. Come on over here. David couldn't build the temple. All right. I'll call your son. I'll call Solomon up. He'll do it. He'll get my house together. There's so many times where, where we are, where we can be replacing other people who saw the gift of small or who just refused to do it. And God equipped the next person to do the job and get it done. Don't be one of those people that God has to send someone to replace you because you refuse to do it. Don't be one of those. Don't be one of those. At every age of life, we have a calling. Whether you're in your teens, there's a calling on your life. Whether you're preteens, you still have a calling. There's still something for you to do. Whether we're in our 70s or 80s, there's still something for us to do. God is put
pulling on you, tugging on you right now. I speak to you prophetically right this very moment. He's pulling on you. He's tugging on you to do something right now. Right now. For some of you, he's pulling on you or tugging on you to get saved. You say, well, I'm already saved. I already know Jesus. Well, he's pulling on you or tugging on you to do something for him. Why are we fighting against him? How long will we tell him no? Because we've examined ourselves and, and seen, well, Lord, I can't do it. No, when God says that you can, he says that you can. So I pray today that you'll make it up in your heart to minister for him and to declare, I am a minister. Listen now, let's break, let's break the mentality because God called us all to minister. And the word minister means servant. He called you to serve him in some capacity, in some way. And every day that we decide not to do it, that's the day that he goes without and someone else goes without. And I believe that the clock is ticking, 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 ticking to where God will send someone to replace you. Because there's someone else that is going without. And how long is he going to let them go without while we fool around over here? Because you, the, the gift of God in you, God placed that in you to solve someone else's problem. He put this gift in me to solve someone else's problems. He did it. And the same gift is in you. Allow the Lord to use you. I pray you've heard the word of God today. We're done in Jesus' mighty name. Well, those of you that are here tonight and those of you that are listening by way of CD, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, we're going to say this short prayer together. And I pray that if you pray this prayer sincerely, the Lord will hear you. And he will answer you. So if everybody here, would you, would you stand with us at this time? And we're going to invite our Savior in our hearts. Because he loves us. And he is not here to condemn us. He's not here to embarrass us. He loves you. He loves you. And he does not want distance to be between you. So... Would you repeat with me? Would you pray with me? And just say, Father, I come to you admitting that I have done wrong. I have sinned and I have fallen short of your glory. But I've heard that you're a loving God and that you will forgive me. So now I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. And I confess Jesus as my master, my Lord, and as my Savior. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Live in me. I accept you. And I thank you for accepting me. Now fill me with your precious spirit. I thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, if you would like to hear more about our ministry, just log on to KingdomRock.org. That's KingdomRock.org.